Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today to have with me a mechanical engineering missionary, mm. uh, Brett Scudder. And Brett and his family, including his wife, Bobby, and their teenage children, Emma and Ethan, are part of a wonderful missionary effort in Uganda. And so really excited to hear, Brett, about the whole calling. And we're just going to go to the Lord in prayer here. Father, thank you for speaking through Brett during these podcasts, Father. Just everything that you have for our listeners to hear, Father, and that lives will be changed out there through this message, Father. We love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So this is exciting. So I'm going to kick it over to you, Brett. (laughs) Amen. Well, yeah, as far as that, you know, the Lord directed me coming out of high school to go to Tennessee Tech University. I almost went into the Navy, by the way. I almost went into their nuclear engineering school. That's um, I almost went to the Navy's nuclear sub-program. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Cool. But I just knew something wasn't right about that. So, I mean, my scores were good in high school, but I thought, I, I don't see myself living in a submarine, you know, <laughs> you know, however many thousands of feet below the surface. But, yeah. but truthfully, it was God's leading us, or leading me to Tennessee Tech University and enrolling in the mechanical engineering degree program to get me to the church that would send us out. And so, you know, I knew growing up that I was called to ministry. I'm not saying I lived it because there were many years I was very rebellious and I walked away from God for for a number of years. But I thank God that even through that process, he still guided me to Tennessee Tech where I would, you know, meet my first real father in the faith and where I met my wife. And so God just orchestrated a lot of things for us and, and I thank him for that. But yeah, you know, there was really no other no other career option for me, or I would say university option, but Tennessee Tech. And so we ended up there. And again, even been in my early years, uh, my probably my first year or so at, at Tennessee Tech, I, I was still shaking off rebellion. And at 19, after my first semester, I kind of tanked it, truthfully. And uh, so probably about February of my of the you know my second semester at Tech, I just gave my heart completely to Christ wow. again, <laughs> recommitted God. my life to Him, and said, "Lord, I'm gonna serve you no matter what. I will never go back. I will never live any other way. I'm gonna wow. follow you all the days of my life." And from there, you know, that calling on my life really began to manifest. And we did a lot of evangelism on the on the campus of Tech. Won a lot of people to Christ. I, God. I would sit outside. We we were so zealous. I'm saying we because I had some roommates that were mm-hmm. strong Christians along with me. But we would just sit outside the the frat houses and wait for people to come out, wow. and we would preach to them when they came out. Wow. They're all drunk. They're all having a hard time. <laughs> this one guy told me he's like. Dude, like you're harshing my buzz, man. <laughs> like, stop! You're messing my buzz. <laughs> I said, brother, you're you're on your way to hell, yeah. and I'm here to give you some good news. So, but you know, we that was our that was just kind of how things were in in my life in those days. But I wanted everyone to know about the change that had taken place in my life. You know, part of my testimony is that I came from a broken home. My stepfather shared Christ with, with me at a young age, and I did accept Christ at an early age and kind of picked up some of those things. And I, 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 even then, I started evangelizing to my friends, and I won my first friend to Christ at seven years old, believe it or not. But, you know, again, we weren't, our family wasn't in church, though. We, we weren't discipled. We didn't have a pastor. We weren't submitted to anyone or anything. You know, my stepfather would just 
kind of move us here and there. So we lived in, you know, grew up, you know, spent some years in Nashville, Tennessee, and then moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico, and then spent about four years in Oklahoma. And, you know, we just moved around quite a lot. And, you know, that, that in itself is a challenge because you get a lot of influences in your life that you probably shouldn't have to begin with. Yeah. And, you know, I always encourage people and, and let them know, you know, if mom and dad need to be right where they're supposed to be so that their children will not get gain friendships that they're never supposed to have and mm-hmm. they'll never have influences that they were never supposed to have. Wow. And so that happened to me. I, I started picking up wrong influences and, you know, I by 15, I, you know, unfortunately, 15 years old, I was going out partying nightly, especially on the weekends. And, and my brother's the one taking me to these wow. parties. And so, you know, I just kind of developed kind of a rotten lifestyle. And, and in between, you know, I'd have encounters with God and kind of yo-yo Christian type life. But it wasn't, like I say, it wasn't until 19 that I totally committed my heart and life to Jesus Christ and uh, said, Lord, I'm never going back. I know what the world has to offer and I don't want it. I don't want anything that that lifestyle has. So, you know, from then on, we just, I committed my life to Christ. And, you know, even I, I felt like maybe I should leave engineering school and go to Bible school. So, you know, I had a father in the faith now at that time. And so I went to him. I said, Pastor, I said, I'd like for you to sign papers for me to go to, uh, you know, this Bible training center. And he looked at me and said, no, I don't see that for you. And I said, Pastor, but this is like, you know, I'm called to, I feel like I'm called to ministry. And he told me, he said, if you'll stay here, I'll teach you every part of ministry. You'll serve in every part of ministry and you'll you'll come out of this knowing what the local church is all about. Wow. And that was the difference in my life. And and I thank God for it. And so we ended up serving 17 years in our home church. I went on to get my degree in, in mechanical engineering. Sir, you know, worked in the automotive industry, automotive slash diesel truck industry for okay. 13 years. But I learned everything there was to know about the local ministry and uh, the local church, excuse me. And I think that has been all the difference in my particular ministry and the work that we're doing with pastors and, and church yes. leaders in Uganda. Do you want to mention your church and your pastor? Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're out of Engrafted Word Church in Cookville, Tennessee. My pastor is Chris McMichael. I've got a fantastic ministry, by the way. And uh, there's a, a website that's connected to our local church there. It's called podschool.org. And so if, you, if any of you, your listeners are looking for Bible teaching, Bible training. It's all free. Um, Pastor Chris goes through things like demonology, you know, how to qualify for ministry. Really, soteriology, he covers so many topics, and it's all free. That's podschool.org. So, yeah, amen. That's the church that sent us out, and that's, that's our home church. And so anytime we're back in the States or whatever, you know, we love being back with our, our pastor and our, our home home church. And right. And, and how uh, long have you been in Uganda? Been in Uganda for nine years, actually nine and a half years. Wow. So yeah, we're we've uh, we August of 2012 is when we moved, and you know that'll that'll be a testimony that maybe we could give in another and yeah. another because it's a it's really cool how God worked, orchestrated all of that for yeah. us and through us, and so I know we're getting then, towards the end here. One of the things that went off my spirit when you were talking about witnessing at seven mm-hmm. and so on is one of my favorite scriptures 
is Matthew 10, 32. If we confess Jesus before men, then mm-hmm. he'll confess us to the Father. That's right. And you were doing that at seven years old and yep. in college yep. and so on. I, yep. I wish somebody had been outside my fraternity, Amen. by the way, because <laughs> I never saw you outside of my fraternity. Amen. But, but we just do I want to mention that a little bit before we pray for the listeners. Yeah, yeah, amen. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think that that, that element of, of Christianity is, is absolutely vital, and I think it was vital in my own life as sharing my faith and being vocal about what Jesus Christ has done in me, because like you say, we all need to hear that. Like we, we all need to hear what Jesus did for us. And, and it's by faith, you know, the, the, the scriptures tell us that faith comes by hearing. And so until the preaching of the gospel, until the gospel is actually vocalized, faith cannot arise in the hearer. And so we have to be those mouthpieces. How else will they hear Romans tells us how else will they hear unless they have a preacher amen well if you would pray for us amen all right heavenly father we thank you for the word of god we thank you lord that you love us and you have perfect plans for us we thank you that even before we were born you had plans for us help us heavenly father to walk in the fullness of your plans for our lives lord may we find it may we seek it and may we know you Above all things, may we know you and your way and your will for our lives. We love you, sir. We honor you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. If you want to contact Missionary Brett Scudder, you can do so at thescudderfamily.org. That's T-H-E, Scudder is S-C-U-D-D-E-R, family.org. And please go to the donations tab and give a tax-deductible gift. You know, it's not easy being a missionary and... You know, they need financial support just to live. And so mm-hmm. please consider, prayerfully consider donating some money to this awesome ministry. Well, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. Amen. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.